Welcome to the iBuyer Experiment. We are super excited to be with you hey, here hey. today. Hey guys. Hello guys. But we got a little uh, thoughts around this doom and gloom that's going on, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, um, it's pretty gloomy out here today. It's, it uh, is. It's literally, cloudy day and it's literally like, gloomy. You know, whichever way, you know, the weather is coming in, it's shifting on us. <laughs> now, what we're going to talk about today is um, what if the sky falls? What if interest rates go to 6 7%? What if gas prices go up to 7 dollars or more a gallon, which they are in some places in the country. And what if all of this demand starts to disappear and inventory rises? How do you bulletproof your business? Mm, I like recession it. Recession proof your business, right? Let's recession proof it. your real estate business. I like bulletproof coffee. <laughs> it doesn't have butter in it. Like don't yeah. you like take like a slab of butter and yeah. mix it up in your coffee? Yeah. And, it that tastes, actually, and it's good? It, it actually is good. And I did it with uh, coconut oil once and it like makes your mouth feel very like velvety, like huh. all day. Kind of crazy. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, we're going to save that for a special occasion. But today we're going to talk about recession proofing your business. You know, it's legit. There are some indicators that maybe demand is starting to diminish. Mortgage mm. applications were down 8% week over week. You know, we saw pending home sales slip in February. We're seeing less inventory on the market. Uh, interestingly, though, showing time reports an increased showing yep. foot tra traffic. So we're seeing more buyers out there looking, but maybe inventory just is just leaving them feeling frustrated. Like they don't like it. They don't like what's on the market. Well, these bloated prices for what you get, right? I think sometimes it's just, it's, it, it, there's not a lack of demand or interest, especially in all the markets that, you know, we're operating in. I'm still hearing multiple offers, especially if it's a decent property, right? It's going way above list, multiple offers, et cetera. But are the buyers starting to say enough is enough? Yeah. It's getting so expensive. You asking me? And Jason's mean, yeah. like, what, what Jason's like, I said that a year ago. Yeah. Too damn expensive. You're like the economist on staff out of all of us. I'd say uh, you're the most market savvy. Yes. Uh, what you know? What are you seeing, Jason? Um, I'm seeing low inventory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really so that's it, still still that's, still holds true. So I think it's, it's if when when there's low inventory, there's the prices are still going to rise, right? So right. So well, we're, we're well, especially seeing, though, if there's if there's activity and there's a lot of activities. There's definitely a lot of demand still. Yep. But I think the headlines are what, you know, what I'm seeing that are very doom and gloom. CNBC had like grim future ahead for the real estate market. You know, all of these kind of scary things. I'm like, yes. Well, foreclosure, <laughs> yes. Forecl right? With the moratorium you, you up, the forbearance is up. In a down oh, market. there you can crush it, right? I mean, that's uh, a yeah, that, that, shift that's, that's in opportunity. Yes. So that's, that's what we wanted to talk about today. We wanted to talk about, hey, even though while we may not believe that we're headed for that grim reality, let's talk about the things that you can do to recession-proof your business. Uh, we've all been in business for, I mean, collectively for a very long time. I don't even like to admit it anymore. I, I've almost been doing this for two decades. I have I uh, thrived and survived in every market that's ever existed. So I think we have some insights we can share. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Jason. Like, <laughs> you're like i'm just enjoying this weather here it's beautiful you're so we're like dragging like it out of jay today daydreaming today i know well like, hey, there's actually clouds in the in the air podcast <laughs> present <laughs> all right well i'll kick us off with okay. at least you know kind of like a a forward thought and i mean that is i i think that this shift could be a little bit different than the ones in the past because the consumer has become so used to everything happening on 
on blast, right? Everything yeah. is so fast. It's so simple. Yeah, yes. click a button. And that is not going anywhere, right? No. Which is like where I think that, that we're probably never going to step into the inventory that, you know, we had once upon a time in America when there was, you know, millions and millions of, of, of extra homes that were leading to sales times of, you know, 10 months plus, right? You know, it was a crazy amount of backlog of inventory. So my whole thought on a lot of this, you know, stuff, and I mean, I think that is, could be such a, a shift change is being, creating awareness around all of the different strategies and options that are going to, to, to be there, right? I know one of the things that we keep talking about, um, and it's just because it's so present right now is going to be that, you know, turning your offer to cash, you know, like that financial instrument. And being aware, creating awareness and interest around these types of things, and how do you capitalize on these? Whether it's a good market, bad market, whatever else, right? There's always going to be somebody that that is looking in that, and so how do we create some awareness uh, around those? Okay, so how to recession proof your business? Create awareness around. Yeah, so, that's a, that's so a thirty thousand foot content, view one. Create yep. video about yep. different ways to sell your home. Yep. at home um i i also think you know with agents as far as uh prospecting is start looking at 90 to 120 day lates yep nine or 60 to 90 day lates mm -hmm. so let's uh, tap there, into that there a are little people bit. out there with a lot of equity yes and they are going to need to sell here shortly if they you know if, if we are hitting if we are going to run into a into a recession um you've got to look at those uh, you know those okay, people that are ready to sell. I, I yeah, I, I get that, but I look at people that have purchased homes that are in you know two percent, three percent interest rates. What are they going to really sell? Are they going to sell, sell that and go home? Rent? Yeah, no, they're going to assume at like sky high rental prices. Like the Phoenix market went up thirty percent in two years in rents. Like it's insane. It is insane. So is someone really going to get out of their fixed mortgage rate at nope. two and a quarter or two and a half or, well, or they're going to they they have to, though, or, well, the they'll sell it. And then I could see a, an, an assumable yeah. loans start Dude. being, you know, you got coming back into play. $7 gas and so yep. everything's more expensive and they can't afford what they, what they have. I mean, you don't know. So you right. think that that equity that they have sitting there is going to be so enticing that they will sell their home, go into a much higher priced rental. <laughs> I mean, it's sad, but uh, that's, I mean, that's what happens so. though. Yeah. Cash is the liquidity of cash, right? There's a lot of people that tell themselves, Hey, I have $400,000 of equity in my house. I'm going to pay off my $50,000 car. I'm going to pay off my $25,000 of, of credit card debt. I'm going to pay my $10,000 of student loans. And then I'm going to have about mm, 200 grand. Right. But lo and behold, the crappy thing is, is they don't, they only do one or two of those things. And next thing you know, they rack up their credit card debt and blow through the cash, right? They, well, and, they, and they don't have the uh, the appreciating asset anymore. Right. So, uh, I mean, that, that, yeah, and that, I mean, that is a little doomy and gloomy. And that's just, that, that's just uh, all of us being in the business as long as we have seeing those types of behaviors mm -hmm. <laughs> play out many, many, mm -hmm. many times. But I don't think we're there yet, guys. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a recession yet. But we're talking uh, in the event well, you had to recession-proof your business, what would you do? So, yeah. That's a topic. That's a topic. So, <laughs> so there's there's something I want uh, there's something I want to talk about for our listener base because as we all know, um, we just kind of rolled out the the you know the launch period of of Zudelio's intelligent agent marketing, and one of the biggest things I was talking about in there 
that I constantly get feedback on. Again, just me being in the space a long time that I assume people know that I've been given the feedback they don't know is understanding the difference between prospecting and marketing, right? Where the, the industry in general really calls for you to be a marketing-based prospecting enhanced, right? And then there's a lot of theories out there that when the market starts to shift to save money, you need to be prospecting-based marketing enhanced, right? So the, a lot of times the great thing about uh, prospecting is you're searching for people that are looking to transact in less than 30 days, right? Where marketing, you're creating awareness around your value proposition, right? You're cementing what you can do. And that way, when they choose to do it, they think of you, right? So when they think of real estate, they think of you. That's the kind of the difference of what we're, what, what we're going with. So to Jay's point, in this time and in industry, when they're shifting, if you're going to prospect, these are people that they don't necessarily want to, they need you. Right. And so where if you want to put that that piece into your business is take action around people that have no choice but to do things or looking for your looking for those particular services. So whether it be a notice of default, uh, even I mean, shoot, even you go back to canceled, right? Like a year ago. And there are some of them. Right. There I know there's not very few. many expireds, but some of the canceled. And when you can go back there and sell around possibility. Right. Be willing to make that call in that circumstance of where you could possibly pitch a sell and lease back or a, 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 you know, a cash offer that's still going to give them the upside of the market, right? So these are unique value propositions where we can create awareness around our services that we provide, right? So, mm -hmm. so awareness. Agree. Agree. I agree too. Yeah, yes. kind of. Sorry, kind of hammered that one over you're the head. You're so into awareness right now. I know. You're aware. That you're aware. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, we got it. No, I agree. Uh, definitely get out there, make content, continue to provide value to the marketplace. And really that's all, what it's all about. It's just giving value and goodwill, whether it's through a program that you have that you have access to or unique options or maybe, maybe internally things that you've created. I know we talk with a lot of agents across the country that have created really cool programs that really help cool. sellers help buyers. So whatever that is, if you're out there and you're sharing that value with the marketplace, but you have to be, you have to be generating awareness and um, it's likely going to be a multifaceted effort. Uh, you're likely going to be using, you know, video marketing, email marketing, probably paid marketing. I think the, the realtor of the future is someone who is definitely more uh, business savvy. Absolutely. They're not someone that's just going to let you know, let deals and, and let opportunities come to them. They're going to be actually actively out there creating those opportunities, making it rain. Yep. So what else we got to recession proof your business? So I want to throw one little asterisk on, on what you just said, because I think it's so pertinent and we're seeing this happen in so many markets, right? And that's more like that almost auction style strategy because of what Jay was talking about before with there being such a low inventory circumstance, right? When you can lead in through a, through a cash offer or a unique value proposition, create the conversation. But let's say that they want to maximize their house. The house is in fantastic shape, et cetera. It's going to, it's, you know, to the nines and, you know, back and forth. Well, if you could show them a sales strategy, how you could time block and pre-market that particular property for, you know, Hey, here's 10 days of marketing that we're going to load the market. We're going to run it for two Saturdays. I need you to basically leave me your house for two Saturdays, four hour window here, four hour window here, two Saturdays. And then now you're going to take all these offers and then, you know, create a bidding war in that particular circumstance. I think homeowners are really responding to that type of strategy right now. Well, we know they are because that strategy <laughs> sounds a lot like it. a 72 sold strategy. Well, we're just seeing those auction, right? I mean, and he's, it, he's yeah. the one who put it on blast and kudos to him. 
but there's a lot of agents we know that work with that are that yeah. are running that auction strategy, and they are they they are crushing it. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely, yeah. The market wants that. Yep. And so I guess my, my whole point of why I shared that is that I think today's more savvy consumer is looking for somebody who has a proven approach and that I can meet with you, Kayla, at my house. You can say, hey, Elliot, here's X, Y, and Z or this, right? And it's you're, either way, you're going to get me to across the finish line. And so that's why I want to really just, you know, I guess kind of plant the seed and water it for everybody out there is that is what today's consumer is looking for. That's that Amazon experience. You don't wonder if Amazon is going to do their job for you. You know that they are. It's just a couple of clicks of a button, right? And it's that same type of experience that we can supply to our um, to our clients. And that's how you recession-proof your business, guys. Be like Amazon. Be like Amazon. Deliver. Ooh, that was hot. I like that. Be like Amazon. Deliver. Well, you can and you you can probably tell we're not super worried about the market going to hell in a handbasket anytime soon. No, nope, it's all about supply and demand, guys. Supply and demand. <laughs> General economics always has we're been, always will be. We're watching supply. Supply is not very high and demand's pretty high. So we're in a good spot right now, but absolutely, definitely you have to be on top of it because that can move pretty fast. So Yep. It does shift. And so like in these last, you know, parting minutes here, because I think where some of this doom and gloom is coming from, and I mean, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but like from friends, family, et cetera, like when do you think the shift's going to happen? When do you think, is it going to crash? Like I'm literally starting to get the, those questions, you know, just from like loose conversations, family, friend, et cetera, the people that are not in the industry. And you know, part of what I think is driving some of that is the, what we talked about in the beginning is the foreclosure moratorium and all that is up. Filings are definitely up and we're seeing those numbers climb. Now, with that said, it doesn't mean that the massive windfall of foreclosures are going to come. And I think that part of where agents, it's our, it's not, it's, it's our duty to, to get out there and, and help these people, um, you know, avoid getting into that filing. Like if they, if the, if the, they are experiencing hardship where they cannot correct the payments, I mean, remember, once a list pendants or foreclosure is filed, that's a very, very expensive day to that homeowner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and there's there's a lot of with the Google Trends. You were talking about the Google Trends on your on your coaching call the other day about um, some of the some of the uh, top hits on Google. Yeah, absolutely. And it's. I heard it was when, when, <laughs> when is the, it's not even, is the market going to crash? People are actually Googling when, when it's an market. assumptive. Mm. It's happening. When is the real estate yeah. market going to crash? So, well, I mean, Redfin did that study where they found like what 70% of sellers and buyers thought that the market was going to crash and, and almost 50% of real estate agents did too. That's so, scary. It, you know, I think the general sentiment is it's, it's happening, but just when, I think that it's not going to look like a crash. It's going to look like a softening and, and more of a stabilization, maybe a return to normal. And that it might feel like a crash to many people. I mean, if you have listing agents out there, think about it. If you've been in the industry for three years or less, which is probably a pretty darn <laughs> high percentage of the realtor population, then you have never experienced a market where you have had to actually market your listing for longer <laughs> than two weeks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, let's be real. 
Let's be real. And yeah, so they're going to be really depressed. They're going to, they're going to feel so crazy. They're not even going to know what to do with themselves, but it's okay. You're going to get through it. You're just going to learn to have conversations with your seller on a consistent basis. And you're going to learn to take more marketing efforts and you're going to learn how to, you can share those marketing efforts. One of the things I love about our platform with Zudelio is we have the click to list platform where Ooh. if you are marketing a listing for any sustained length of time, you can actually document and show all of those marketing efforts to your seller. Mm. So it's a really cool way for you to kind of, you know, that's what I used to do, right? Anytime I took a listing every Monday from 10 to 2 was my time. I would follow up with my sellers. I would set an egg timer. I would try and be super quick, and I would just power dial through all of our sellers. And I would update Hmm. them on all of the marketing efforts we took the previous week, the results that we had had, and if I thought that we needed a price correction. And I never, ever had issues. You know, people think that I lie when I say I never had customer service issues with sellers. We didn't ever. Like it was just because you were on top of it and you were showing them that you were the known authority. And so I think that we're going to have to shift. And, you know, a lot of realtors don't know what that environment looks like. And are they going to be able to hack it? Have a price reduction conversation. What's that? You know, it's not scary, but (laughs) for a lot of people, they think it is. Yeah. So a lot, it could change. Uh, It could be really interesting. Study your market. You know, I think that's one of the biggest things. If you want to alleviate any anxiety or maybe potential fear that you might be feeling about an impending doom, study your market. Look at supply. Look at demand. Look at new listing. Look for trends. See what. See how many homes are coming on the market. See what the absorption's looking like. Look at the the pending mortgage applications. Look at how many people mm. are actually out there getting loans. I mean, all of these things are readily available to you via twelve different websites. You could find all of the information you need to know to see what's going on on a micro and macro level in real estate. And you really should be studying the market. Yep. I think the more that you do that, the better off you're you're going to be. And you're going to find that little niche and that, you know, that call that is going to help you have demand to your clientele in any market. Right. So, I mean, there's just so many different ways to go about making sure that you crush it in, in, in any market. I love the wisdom that you guys are sharing, you know, inside this and it still does come down to service comes down to awareness and it comes down to running your business as a business, right? Like I think so many people look for a magic bullet, you know, hundred percent we do. And there there really isn't one. The work is work y'all. Yep. Yep. Work is work. Do the work. Well, thanks for listening today. We appreciate you. And we know that if a recession should happen, you're going to be able to bulletproof your business. Have a great day. Make sure you like subscribe comment. We'd love to hear from you.